Welcome to ZPM. I'm Teresa. And I'm Lenny. How is it going? It's going. It's going. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know if I have anything new to report. Everything is, is the same, which just slows down quite a lot. Oh, okay. Hmm. I might I might go see Eternals again. I because I, I really liked it. I want to see Eternals again, but I I don't know. I'm gonna wait probably until it's on Disney Plus. I think Shang Chi's on Disney Plus, so I'm gonna to get to see that finally. It's gonna be on Disney Plus November or something, like so, sometime this month because I know Hawkeye's coming out. Too bad there's no way to ever know. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I wish I wish there was some global like information center, you know, that began with, with that began with an I. Mm, how about I? Um, when did Shang-Chi come out? I hope I'm saying it right, but knowing my pronunciation of most words, last week I couldn't even get. I, I forgot what word I was struggling with, but it was just a regular <laughs> word. <laughs> Infirmary. I want to yeah, infirmary. And now I'm still not sure if I said that right. And I guess the the information will be buffering. Oh, it came out. No kidding. Uh, November 5th, maybe? When, when is uh, Shang-Chi? November 12th. On Disney Plus? On Disney Plus. So that's, oh, cool. So yeah, let's get into that. I would have gone to the theater for it, but like it came out in like the busiest time. I was in uh, Wyoming or something when it had come out. And then when I got home from vacation, it was just like a wild, it's a wild everything. And now it's all nice and mellow. And Yeah, I saw it. It was really, it's really good. It's be- it like entertainment wise, it's better than Eternals. Not to say that Eternals is bad. Right. But like action wise and entertainment wise, it's actually better than Eternals. Uh, this is probably going to be the case because less characters to de- delve into, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm recording in my camper van, but there, it's almost all windows because it was a passenger van before. And uh, I'm just at my house. So, like, the neighbors are outside. And- <laughs> I'll be looking at you like, what's going on in there? I'm like, I do feel a little spied upon. I was like, well, if I had any wits about me, I would have put up the blinds, but I didn't put up the blinds. Well, just pretend it's a live show, a live recording. You're like, my, I'm like, oh no. I'm like, hi everyone. I mean, when I started, you couldn't really see in because it, the morning dew was on the outside and mm-hmm. I had turned in, turned on the heater. So there was some internal condensation going on. When you use a, a propane heater, but now, but yeah, but now it's like everybody can see me. I'm like, hello, not I. Somebody left their sunglasses at my nephew's tenth birthday party. Oh, okay. Uh, not I. I have prescription glasses, and I would have known. I just get clip-ons, you know. Like, uh, I can't be screwing around. I I have progressives and. I buy them online, so they're not very expensive, but I'm not going to get prescription sunglasses because for $5, they, the place that I order my glasses from, Zenny, not that we're being sponsored by them, but maybe we should be. Um, (laughs) When you order your glasses for five bucks, they'll make you a pair of clip-on 
sunglasses that match the shape of the frame. Oh. So like you don't have to worry about it being too big or anything. It's I mean, you could shell out some money and get like transition lenses. Oh, they're transitional. The the bike oh, okay. is okay. Uh, the hat. I can't I can't be doing a line, hard line. Get out of here. My uh, <laughs> <laughs> we got optical insurance at my job. And uh, they'll cover bifocal lenses if they're not progressives. And I'm like, what old fart is getting the hard line in the box? Yeah, seriously. Kidding. <laughs> That's like, it's like being like, oh, we'll cover the cost for a manual transmission. <laughs> Who is driving <laughs> that manual transmission besides like Sam? <laughs> right. A true gearhead. If I wanted a manual transmission at the dealership now, I'd have to pay extra. Mm-hmm. No, I think it's good to have manual transmission. And you should teach kids at least to drive manual transmission because you never know. Oh, I agree. I'm not great at it, but I mean, I could get you to the hospital in first gear the whole way. <laughs> Just don't hit any hills. You know what I mean? Like, um, <laughs> real, like, rough, rough and tumble on the uh on the manual i can get it done but it's not going to be pretty and your engine will be worse for it yeah so i was supposed to bring this up last week but what are your thoughts on the whole brian laundry thing on the what the brian landry thing i don't know what that means you know brian uh uh what's the name you know the, the couple that one they found one in wyoming oh okay that's the guy who did it yeah, but I, yeah, I they say he that. killed him. They said he killed himself. Mm-hmm. Sure, I bet he did. Did I not predict that he would be find, be found like dumped in a swamp somewhere? You did. Good call. Did they not find him dumped in a swamp somewhere? They found him dumped in a swamp somewhere, <laughs> and he put himself there. I'm sure of it. Okay. What what well, mobster code is that? Like where they're like, <laughs> he killed himself. He flung himself off the top of the building like reckless abandon. <laughs> He tripped and fell down an elevator shaft onto some bullets. You know, <laughs> onto some bullets. Be like, oh, okay, future episode of Forensic Files. <laughs> right. Well, they're looking at the parents now. The parents would never kill their own kid. I mean, some do, but those are the, like the crazy ones that kill them when they're young. They don't wait till they're like full-grown adults or whatever. Again, you never know. People are complicated. People are complicated. I mean, look at the parents all you want, but. I think uh, maybe some other family relations might be like, no good. <laughs> yeah. You know what else is complicated? Uh-oh. Having an extra man. <laughs> yeah, see, we find a segue in that one. Yes. Uh, we watched season five, episode four, The Fifth Man. SG-1 is under fire in this cold open. Uh, Jack is telling Sam to flee. And he'll stay with Tyler, Lieutenant Tyler. Good old Lieutenant Tyler. As Jack has a hero complex. Oh my God, buddy. <laughs> Just leave me. And normally they never, ever leave his side. I mean, definitely stared at by my neighbor right now. Oh my God. <laughs> I'm just like made brief eye contact and I'm like don't look at me. <laughs> don't look at me. Oh my goodness. Uh Oh, they normally don't leave Jack's side like when the danger is real. They're like, we'll stick it out together as a family unit or whatever. We're in this together. 
but they do go back and Hammond is like, Lieutenant who now? What is happening? Who's doing the what now? Who's doing what? Uh, and he's like, mm, maybe go get some, get checked out by the medical team. And Hammond forces them to give up all of their weapons at gunpoint. Yeah, because they're like, what are you talking about? I mean, it's okay for like, they're like, hey, what about Jack and Lieutenant uh, Tyler? And Hammond's like, sounds sus. Point your weapons at them. I'm like, whoa, he really is on edge. Yeah. <laughs> What's going on in Hammond's life that he's like, this Cajun weird? Is he still like aftershocks of Orlin? Or <laughs> well, this this just 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 goes uh, with my theory that every every episode we see is from a different Stargate universe. So this is like <laughs> warmongering Hammond. <laughs> he's like oh my god i was like this is this is this to, to do star trek this is terran empire hammond he's not gentle he's just like kill everything uh yeah he's gone crazy uh jack takes tyler so, to some ruins and hide out there um and tyler's like i'm so grateful this is after the, the cold open ends with give up your weapons and now we're back to tyler at the rubble and Jack says he doesn't want to fill out the kind of paperwork that he'd have to fill out if Tyler dies. Which is, and, and he admits, he's like, well, I do this to compensate for my hero complex. <laughs> I'm like, relatable, Jack. I wouldn't want to do that paperwork either. Although, like, this must be the point in which Jack is, like, suspect of Lieutenant Tyler because he's like, what's paperwork? <laughs> no, he just says paperwork. Well, I don't think he sus- he's suspects me yet. Jack's still like, oh man, I gotta save this guy. <laughs> I'm like, he doesn't get jokes. So that Jack's like already like, uh, that doesn't either that doesn't jive with like what he knows already to be true about. Um sorry, everyone. I'm trying to get comfortable and I'm having a real hard time here. Or like it's just all stress related, and he's like, oh, I do have to save this human. <laughs> Janet says to Hammond we're back at the SGC everyone seems fine and Hammond's like mm, but they're not fine because they all simultaneously remember a guy who doesn't exist and uh, he also says he's not going to rescue Jack because Jack might also be under the alien influence which is mad because like he, he took a Tok'ra operative even though he knows that guy off of his current mission to go save Teal'c and Jack on a flying away spaceship in space, but they won't yeah. send a couple of red shirts out there to go collect Jack from the you can't alien. You can't send, like, SG, like, 22 to go get him? I swear. I'm like, Hammond, what is wrong with you? He's like, I guess Jack's dead. And I'm like, whoa. <laughs> whoa, what? I'm like, that's a pretty big leap, guy. Like, oh, he may be infected. Uh, he's been infected before. Like every time he got shot through the shoulder that one time in like a very Sailor Moon anime way. He came back with a caveman virus. (laughs) Oh my gosh. I'm like, Hammond, take a vacation, man. You're really just it's cute. How far up your butt is cute right now that you're like, get out of here. (laughs) Uh, We're not going to save him. Uh, Yeah. the gang is locked up, so they're like, uh, lock them up. Not in, like, real prison, but in, like, quarters or whatever. Uh, and Sam's like, oh, my God. They won't let me into the computer. They, like, took out my password. Don't worry. 
back door. <laughs> and goes in. <laughs> it's like, don't worry. I know what to do. I've seen the Matrix. She's like, please. Oh, you put a freeze on my account? Nice try. I have 40 other accounts. <laughs> Amateur hour over here. There are no records of any Lieutenant Tyler. Um, so Daniel's like, is it possible that we we are the problem? Like this, the reason why we're not finding him is because we're the problem. Sam's like, uh, I guess so, but like, duck. <laughs> Before you continue, I just want to say Sam can, you know, break into a secure facility with a laptop, but she can't recognize red flags. No. <laughs> she certainly cannot. She's like, oh, I got away around this. This is that's because she's that's criminal behavior, and criminals don't see red flags, do they? Because they are engaging in red flag behavior themselves. <laughs> can't see the forest for the trees, you know? Yeah. Uh they also notice like a different login, like a username five 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 or whatever. And uh, and she's like, that's weird. Pulling a lot of personnel files. Our personnel files, of course. So she tucks that information in for later. She's like, I'll just take that a little later. Uh, back on the planet, Tyler is impatient about being rescued. Um, and they do a little insert shot, like a usual suspect style that says Tyler, Texas. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, oh, Lord. I'm like, here we are. Um, but Jack's like, I'll, I'll just go check it out or whatever. And he goes for a little walk and the SGC was able to get a hold of him through like a little flying drone thing or whatever. Yep. And he's like, you can, always, you can always send two two uh, flying drones. And he's like, oh, that's expensive. That's expensive. Stop it. I mean, <laughs> gee, what are you guys even thinking about? Um, Q is back. I thought that was like his one episode, but I guess he'll be back for a bit. And he asks for Daniel. So now the SG-1 has to go on like little interviews. Yeah, I thought they were going to do a clip show for a little bit. <laughs> you imagine. You're like, oh, psh. I'm like, oh, awfully early in the season for this kind of behavior. Meanwhile, so yeah, he's talking to Daniel and Daniel's like being like, whatever, man. Psh. They're like, oh, don't you think uh, having your wife killed and your girlfriend kidnapped to become Osiris or whatever, is that like impairing your judgment? It's like, I'm going to impair your judgment in about two seconds. <laughs> yeah, right? It's like, what does that have to do with anything? Janet is packing up all the, the clothes and she finds a little powder on Teal'c's jacket and it causes her to remember. Tyler. Monsieur Tyler. Lieutenant Tyler. Lieutenant Tyler, that's him. Monsieur Tyler. Monsieur Tyler. Uh, Janet runs to Sam with this news. She's like, oh my God, I'm remembering Lieutenant Tyler. And she's like, I got to go report this to Hammond because I'm not supposed to be remembering. Lieutenant Tyler. And Sam's like, wait a minute. She's like, you're our inside man. You got to I was like, see, that's why she is. She's like, we have to do a crime. Hang on. Don't tell anyone. <laughs> We have crime to do. It's important to save the world crime, but it's still crime. And so Janet's like, okay, I'll be the inside man. How exciting. <laughs> okay, honey. Yeah, really. Um, Hammond is talking to Q and is like, who do you work for? Q's like, don't even worry about who I work for. Uh, which means uh, Senator Kinsey, right? Like, 
mm-hmm. when he was like being cagey and weird about who he works for, I'm like, that's definitely a Senator Kinsey thing to be doing. Either them or the NID. NID. Oh, boy, they really nosing up where they don't belong. By the way, they have found so many useful things. Now, I'll grant you, none of them are an A-bomb, but like they have definitely found herbs and things like that that definitely made ed- medical advancements, surely. Uh-huh. Even just having Naquita at all, and you can make a Naquita bomb with that, that should more than justify the cost of the Stargate program. Like how much more do you need? A Naquita bomb is like 18 million A-bombs all at the same time. Yeah. What? What more do you need? Like, how much fancier do you need to have it be? Well, they they probably want, like, everything, like a spaceship. They want a whole fleet of, like, Naquita-powered... They can do it. There's plenty of planets <laughs> with Naquita on it that they can go just go mining or pilfer. Yeah, or... but we saw how that you know, played out when they had the fake general in there. Mm. <laughs> and he's all like, well, let's test this out. And Sam's like, uh, no, because it's dangerous. Did somebody call the police on me? There's a police coming down the block. And they're like, there's Uh-oh. a weird woman in a van with a microphone. <laughs> call the police. <laughs> I do live on, uh, not to dox myself, but I live near, um, I'm like on the border of Windanch. Mm-hmm. And I feel like there's a lot of police presence in the area. Because you know the nickname of Wine Dance, right? No. Crime Dance. <gasps> Is it really? Yeah, they, everyone calls it Crime Dance. Oh, I didn't know that. <laughs> I mean, I know it wasn't like a stellar neighborhood on the earth, but it was, it's not like Kentwood or anything. Uh, they call it Crime <laughs> Dance for they call it Crime Dance for a reason. Oh no! I never <laughs> would have. Never, never. <laughs> But like it's weird. I just said the neighbor was like staring at me in this in the van, and now the police are driving by. I'm like, she called the police on me. They didn't. The police have already left. (laughs) But it would be wildly funny to me if they were like, knock knock, man, what's going on in here? You're broadcasting misinformation. (laughs) Are you recording a podcast in your van? That's illegal. Tisk tisk. Imagine if they pull up and like we hear you talking about Stargate. I wouldn't be surprised though, because like mm, the police get called on a like a lot of unusual, not unusual, but like just nonsense. Like uh there's a scrapbooking store near here. And yeah. Uh, People still do scrapbooking? Oh yeah, man. That's amazing. It's the only scrapbooking store for like a hundred miles. <laughs> because it's more popular in the south and the midwest than it is in new york but this lady during when everybody was locked down instead of just being like oh i guess i don't have a store anymore because i'm a small business she did live um she went facebook live every day mm-hmm. and people had to make you know scrapbooking cards and pages and things like that and had to emboss and whatever and it was really cute so she would sell page kits and, and card kits and you would come by and one at a time, she would have you come into the store, pick up your stuff and pay for it and leave. And then the next person in the car would come in or whatever. And it'd be okay. good. Somebody called the cops on them. Oh, that's nice. They were like, um, there's a store here. And sometimes people go in there and then they come out with product. And it's 
illegal right now for them to do that. And I'm like, are you really calling the police on a 60 year old woman doing her best and not even like, having a full store? Meanwhile, at Target, they're like in my bloody pocket. No mask. Yeah. What Karen did this? I swear to you. I was like, you got to be kidding. So now she has like blinds up, like all these curtains and everything. So you can't see inside the store. You have to park in the back. Even now it's like that. I'm like, she has it set up like it's a porn store. You know how like porn stores black out their windows? <laughs> yeah. It's like that. But it's scrapbooking. That's so that's so sad. Middle-aged woman selling scrapbooking stuff. And I'm like, don't be mad because she turned a negative into a positive by doing Facebook Live. Yeah. She improvised. As all get out. She's never had better business. I'm happy to report. My mom goes there every week. It's good. But yeah, so that's like whenever I see the police around and I'm like, what petty bullshit is this? <laughs> it's never for real crimes. Like murder. Like, or like, just, oh yeah, or whatever. Like, it could be it could be anything. It could be any real normal crime. And that is never why they call the police in, in my town. <laughs> you'd be like, hey, I'm concerned. It's always like noise. You know what I mean? Like, they'd be like, Somebody's having too much fun. I'm calling the police. Did I catch you having fun? <laughs> yeah, I swear to God. <laughs> <laughs> oh. uh, back to the show. Oh, my God. Sorry for the... <laughs> Sorry I got busted in my camper van. <laughs> <laughs> Tyler says the Jaffa will never stop hunting us. And it's the phrasing that makes Jack be like, mm, that's weird, right? That's that's an odd thing to say. What do you mean hunting us? That's something that we don't normally say to each other. Right. I just met you. In further news about whether or not I'll marry Teal'c into this country, Q has decided to interview Teal'c. Which is the greatest interview ever. Oh, my God. He's like, uh, what's up, Mr. Flip Flopper? And Teal'c's like, He's just so stoned at how he delivers. He's just such the straight man. Just so like like stone-faced. God, it's just so perfect. He said it's obvious that he is loyal to the Tauri. And he's like, oh yeah, how's it obvious? He's like, were I not, I would have killed you where you sit. Yeah. I would not have hesitated to kill you where you stand right now. (laughs) And then then he looks at him and he smiles. He's like still thinking about it though. (laughs) Right. I'm loyal to the Tari, so I'm not killing you immediately, which is a thing I'm told you guys do not like. (laughs) But I'm still thinking (laughs) about it, wondering how bad the consequences would be. (laughs) Like, Like, choose your next words carefully. He's like, I don't know. Are they going to put me in jail? Probably not because I'm an alien. But (laughs) they they might put me in a secure facility, but it'd be so worth it. (laughs) Right. Debating the merits on whether or not it's worth it. It is a little bit. <laughs> Back on the planet, Jack shoots down a glider. And now Q is interviewing Sam. So like they, I'm not going to complain about how much jumping around they do, but they just do it. Uh, so Jack shoots down a glider and then we're back at the SGC and Q's like, let's talk to Sam. Mm. And he's like, hey, remember that time with the ascended being from last week? Remember that? And she's like, <laughs> remember the fact that I now know you're the user number? You're the you're the unknown user? Your user 555, five, five, whatever? 
I like that she like she didn't know it was cute, but the second he was like, I'm looking at your file here, and she's like, You're the user. Nailed mm-hmm. it, you piece of garbage. No, I think I think she knew. I think she was just trying to see what he actually what what, what he was going. And he's like, Yeah, I knew all the time. <laughs> but that looks like it scares him a little bit. Cause she's like, uh, Colonel Q. She's like, Colonel Q. You're the you're the unknown user number in the computer system. He's like, you hacked that system. She's like, so did you. Mm. He's like, this interview's over. This interview's over. It's over. It's over. He was like, yeah. He was like, I was like, ooh, scared of Sam. Somebody's scared of Sam. Which I don't understand why people mess with the SGC, SGC, and SG One. Because it's like, come on, really? They're basically legends at this point. Why would you mess with them? She's like, you better back off, Colonel Q, before I go full hackers on you. Do you understand? Yeah, like they have alien bounties on them. Why would you mess with them? <laughs> back on the planet after Jack shoots down a glider, he sends up a bunch of tripwires and stuff to, you know, let them know. Little dingly when uh, the Jaffa come near if they do. Good old C4. It's been quite a few days, I think, for them on that planet. Yeah, I think it's been like three or four days. Which is like, Good that they're not dying out there. They have water and food. Well, they have uh, they have K rations. Yeah, which is funny because when I go hiking, especially in a national park or definitely on Long Island, it's less necessary to be perfectly honest. <laughs> you're on an <laughs> island. Eventually, you're going to hit water or whatever a highway that you're familiar with. Uh, but when you're out in like the bigger parks. Uh, I always have extra food and water and water purifying tablets. I mean, it might taste like ass, but at least you have clean water you can drink if you get lost. Yeah, I have a, I have a, I have a purifier bottle mm. that you put like a few drops in and it, it'll purify the water. Mm-hmm. So always bring that stuff with you when you go hiking, no matter how insignificant you may think it is. Uh, and Jack is obviously very well prepared to hold down the fort for a couple of days. That special forces training. Good stuff. So it comes it comes in handy. Uh, Q says he doesn't trust Janet because she was exposed and she didn't tell anybody because she found out like what was doing it. It was a neurotoxin. She's like, just plain old neurotoxin, you guys. This is yeah. whatever. And it happened like 10 seconds ago. Yeah, she's like, oh, I solved this problem. And Q's like, no, you didn't. I don't like it. It sounds like alien stuff. And I'm like, Q sucks, man. What's he doing? <laughs> I know he has a real name on this show, but I'll be damned if I know what it is. Colonel Q. It's That's Colonel it. Simmons. Colonel Q. Uh, <laughs> people just, you get, and you know what's funny about it is that Q's in like, what, three or four episodes of, of Star Trek. Like he, It's not like he's on all the time. <laughs> Yeah, but he's such a he's such an engaging character that people remember him. Yeah, and that and whenever I see him anywhere else, I'm like, oh, it's Q. Look at that. Look at Q. Yeah. Some people just get sad, but I don't think of that with other actors necessarily. Like when I see Michael Shanks and other stuff, I don't see Daniel Jackson necessarily. Yeah, it's weird because when I see when I well used to see Rene uh, Abajanois. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, oh, it's Odo, but he'd be in other stuff. And it's like, you're Odo forever, man. Yeah, when he was a Nazi, when he was a Nazi on this very show, I was like, I can't believe Odo's a Nazi. Yeah. It's like, he's Odo or it's dude from Police Academy 5. 
Because <laughs> that's how I remember him as a dude from Police Academy 5. It's a while. So he's cute forever. And he's like, I don't trust Janet. And neither should you, Hammond. Hammond's like, get out. <laughs> would you would you get the hell out of here? I mean, he's really, he's got to take some time off. <laughs> he's like, he's like, what? You don't trust Janet now? <laughs> Uh, Tyler comes clean to Jack. He's like, I'm an alien. I tricked you into believing that I was whatever. And he turns into his real form. Which is some goopy looking. Gangy looking, predator looking. Right. And he's like, I'm all tentacles or whatever. (laughs) Uh, And Jack's like, oh, disagreeable. And he's like, and then he turns back into Tyler. He's like, that was a relief. Anyway, we're going to save you. He's like, why didn't you say anything before? (laughs) <laughs> yeah he's like i thought you would hate me forever and like not try to save me he's like ah, you don't know us we save aliens yeah. or whatever my best friend's an alien literally <laughs> he crashed on this planet trying to escape the ghoul and uh had to do the mind trick uh to survive because they're non-aggressive the creatures so they have the the shape-shifting ability to try and protect themselves. And of course, the ghouls want to know how they do it. And they're like, I don't know, genetics, man. And there's just no way. Well, no, it's, it's not shape-shifting. It's the chemical that they, they spew. That they're like, hey, I look like this now. Oh, right. To convince them that in like implant memories or whatever. But like. So I why guess- didn't he do it to look like a ghoul, a Jaffa? Hmm. I don't know. That's weird. Um, you're right. Why wouldn't he try to blend in with like his captors and then or slip out unobserved? Um, that's a good idea. Plot hole show ruined. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> it's, it, <laughs> entire series ruined. Just over. Oh, bye. <laughs> <laughs> even if the even if the ghouls were able to get like the powder off a tail jacket that caused Janet to remember, I'm sure there's some like biochemical situation that allows it to work as that kind of neuro interface like it's not as easy as like oh you take out our blood and suddenly everybody's got this ability you know what i mean like if you get vampire blood if you were drinking v uh you don't turn into a vampire from drinking v you know like it has to be a whole like biological process you have to go through to be a vampire I mean, in some cases, because other cases you just drink the blood and it's like, oh, I'm alive and now I crave blood and I can't go in the sun. And because uh, it's like, like in, the, in the bite and like the saliva, it's like, I don't know. I think they explained, like, you ever seen, you remember the show that they did on uh, FX, The Strain? No. It was a thing, it was based on a book and uh, by Guillermo del Toro and I forget the other guy's name, but it's about like, it's vampirism. But it's these like little parasites that will bear, bear, burrow into your skin and turn you slowly. Oh wow! And they and they explain it. It's a really good show, but they they explain it. Oh, that's pretty cool. Uh, the Jaffa attack, uh, and they get ca- like surrounded. Uh, but SG One comes in uh, with some thrilling heroics. Yeah, is on brand for our team. Um, and who oh. knew Teal can hold a Jaffa cannon? Oh, oh my gosh, that is exactly <laughs> uh, the real don't use text. So that's where the explanation about being hunted into extinction because the ghouls are like, show us how you do what you do. And they're like, I don't know, we just do it or whatever. 
I think the point that was funny was when he asked him his real name and he said it and he's like, yeah, just go with uh, Tyler. Oh, my God. Why did Jack even? I mean, it's nice that he put in best efforts there, but like it's it, <laughs> it's like every time like somebody has um, like a non-American name in America and you're like, oh, what's your name? And they tell you and and <laughs> it's like Abdul something. And it's just like, yeah, we'll just call you Al. <laughs> Seriously. It's like, but that's not my name. <laughs> uh they do that at my job a lot um unless you are have like an eastern european name in which case you get to keep it you get to keep it you do uh we got like five <laughs> slawamirs and <laughs> it's great and they and they call like a guy whose name is like Raphael. they call him like eddie and i'm like that's not even his middle name. why that's not even that's not even in the ballpark no and it's not even his middle name either it's like just unrelated I was like, wow, you guys are incredible. You know that? Because they can't pronounce Raphael? No, they can. I just don't know why they do this. <laughs> we'll call you Eddie, but what? Yeah. It's, it's a wild show at my job. <laughs> but sometimes they'll change. Um, if you have like a longer, more complicated first name, they'll shorten it. No, that's fine. That's fine. If you shorten it, you can't pronounce it, you know. You can't even pronounce the shortened version either. So, <laughs> uh, well, at least I can't. I just look at it and I'm like, it's too many consonants, fellas. I don't know what to say to you all. <laughs> there are too many consonants where consonants shouldn't be. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> On the show, uh, lots of Jaffa by the gate, but they're not going to let Tyler die. Uh, but Tyler's insistent on being the one who sacrifices and he shoots Daniel because he's going to go run into and lead the Jaffa away so they could escape. Yeah, Tyler's dumb. I'm sorry, he's dumb. He is dumb. But, like, I mean, I get it. Like, I guess on his planet, like, there isn't, like, a no man left behind thing that they get into, like, really get into. Or common sense or high stakes or anything. Right. Well, they're, they're used to, like, <laughs> run and hide tactics. Yeah, but he's running into danger. Right. So th- they had a profound effect on him where the normal run and hide procedure, he's like, these people really put their life on the line for me. I'm going to reciprocate. And so he does. Um, back at the SGC, Colonel Q is like, the SGC is terrible. And you guys are a continuous danger to yourselves and everyone on this planet. And Hammond's like, hey, man eat shit because <laughs> like he's had enough of all of this and back on the planet um the jaffa finally captured tyler and that's where you're right teal grabs the glider cannon uh to save tyler and just wheels it like he's playing doom or something yeah like it's an extension of himself which i don't doubt is accurate <laughs> and they save tyler and uh and Jack's like, hey, man, I told you, nobody gets left behind. And he's like, but I'm an alien. He's like, yeah, what I say to you, fool? Yeah, but nobody gets left. Do you not understand what I'm saying? And he's like, I hope I get to go fishing with you one day. And boy, do the others give Jack a bit of the side eye. Like, oh, yeah, because it's, all, it's like, really, Jack, you got to push fishing. God, you're so desperate for a buddy to go fishing. You just. Take whatever alien comes your way. They won't know any better. Let's just go fishing. Right? 
you always got to push this fishing thing. It's not that all. It's not all that great. And that's the end of the episode. Ooh. Uh, no more further things from Q, I guess. No, you'll see him. I think you'll see him again. Oh, I'm sure. You haven't, you haven't seen the last of him. Yeah, and he shakes his finger as he walks away. I would have gotten away with it, too. I swear. <laughs> <laughs> what do you rate this episode? Um, Three and a half out of five. I'm going to say another solid three. Uh, very good. Good filler stuff. Good adventure, mm-hmm. more Q, which feels like it's building up to something more important. Like they're gonna close the X Files or whatever's going on there. Yeah, more that. <laughs> yeah, that I never understood that. How do the X Files stay open? I don't know. Because with, uh, the amu- with the amount of crap that went on, how did it stay open? I feel like there's a lot of like, look at what this hand is doing while the other is doing something else. So like, this yeah. the smoking man would have the X Files open. So. Mulder would investigate some nonsense while he's behind the scenes being like making a weird he's looking vaccine. into I don't know an empty file folder in area 50 whatever <laughs> so we could just yeah. carry on with the black oil thing that we're doing <laughs> the black oil slash vaccine that we're trying to do you know be like yeah I sent him on a wild goose chase about cow mutilations or whatever <laughs> yeah. I sent him to stop some faceless dude I don't know as long as, well, and maybe as long as he's working at the FBI, he has to follow some mild, at least, protocol within those restraints, where when he's not working for the FBI, do whatever he wants, get up to crimes, en- enlist some, like, black op people or whatever, and just be like, oh, I don't have to follow any rules now. Free yeah. bird. And there are always people coming out of the woodwork, like, mm-hmm. I know something, I know something. But still, though, it's a great show. Still and- love it. I totally love it. Um, I watched the promo for next week, and it looks like our little daughter will be becoming a lady. Is that the next episode? Yeah, where um, Cassandra uh, inherits her like magic powers or whatever the hell's going on there. Are we sure? Her puberty powers. I'm pretty sure. No, no, no. The next episode is. Um... Is uh red sky. Oh the one the one after that is the one with uh oh Cassandra. Then I watched the wrong one. Red sky. I mean it's fine. It's fine. Yeah, red sky. It's the one where they go. I because I watched it oh, uh, a couple days ago. Oh, this is the one with the uh uh some gods state. What is going on? Ragnarok? Is that what's happening on this planet? Red sky Ragnarok? Yeah, Ragnarok. Oh my goodness. I was out of line. Sorry, everyone. We're watching Ragnarok next week. (laughs) (laughs) And then we're going to watch Cassandra uh, get puberty powers. Cassandra become a lady. She become a lady. Like, you're a woman now, Cassandra. I'm a woman. I literally, she literally gets tingly feelings. I swear. (laughs) Uh, The Red Sky one looks like it'll be another... So there's a lot of filler in a row here before you get to any real uh, meat and potatoes at the beginning of this season, huh? Some are, some are good fillers, some are just terrible. Well, we'll find out about that, won't we? Got anything you want to add? Uh, no. It's pretty pretty dead. Nothing really to report. Nah, me neither. Uh, you can listen to us on Last God Standing Podcast. 
uh, wherever you get your podcast, Last God Pod on Twitter and Instagram. You can listen to this very show, this very show at ZPM Stargate everywhere. We're on everything. We're on iTunes. We're on uh, Spotify. We're on other podcast apps, Podcast Addict or whatever. Podbean. Podbean. Yep. That's where we host the show is at Podbean. So you can have a conversation with us there. Uh, leave us a five-star review right in the app. It would do mean the world to me. I would really enjoy it. And ZPM Stargate on Twitter is where I'm most active. And that's it. We'll see you next week, everybody. Goodbye. Bye. Bye.